0: Welcome to another episode of mic Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover their outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV experience, travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Welcome into the show. Happy fall, y'all. Oh, yeah. it's. Uh, I woke
1: up this morning, walked outside. I didn't even, I didn't walk outside. I looked outside. It was a little rainy, cool, saw mm-hmm. the weather. My alarm goes off. It tells me the, uh, what the weather is, and it was like current temperature is like 60 degrees. The high is going to be 65. First thought,
0: where are my hoodies at? You know, Tuesday is the first official day of fall. It's today. Forget about it. <laughs> I was going to see <laughs> if you even knew. <laughs> Don't even care. First official day of fall uh, for us here in the Midwest. Pretty nice little day. Yeah. Of course. People in
1: Kansas City, I think, have had it for a little bit. It rained earlier in the
0: week. If them, it's like 80
1: degrees, that's hoodie weather for you. Uh, I mean, no. Once hoodie season, you were that stars, kid in thing, middle school
0: who wore a hoodie every single day. I don't know this, but I know it. In like school or middle school, all. all
1: uh, I actually I didn't. I had a I had a little uh, black Columbia coat that I used to wear because I got it.
0: <laughs> Even worse.
1: I mean, it's just a, It wasn't a coat. It's just like a little jacket. But like in the, in cool weather, yeah, that's what I'd wear. Hey, why don't you just
0: God. knock why don't you just over everything? <laughs> Need the shit out of this table. here. that hurt. But
1: uh, I'm the person that when it's when it's hoodie weather, it's hoodie weather no matter what. Because, like, today it's 60, tomorrow is supposed to be, like, 90-something. My ass is <laughs> probably going to wake up, walk outside in hood, and be like, fuck, I was it gonna it say,
0: You, or 100% you as a 12-year-old, would still be wearing the hoodie that day.
1: There's a possibility,
0: man. Just sweating your ass off at recess, but being like... I can't take this hoodie off. This is my comfort hoodie. <laughs>
1: um, I think once I kind of like became – because like every boy reaches age where you're, you become conscious of like what girls are thinking or if they like you, or like what you wear, smell like, all that. Once mm-hmm. I was conscious of that, then it was just like, okay, I don't want to be sweaty and smelly. And it was just – or it would be like, eh, like, you know what I mean? I'd much rather just like wear a hoodie or something right now and then just maybe not be as active and sweat in it because I don't want to take the shirt off. and it'd be What be like, maybe my sweat has. You? Um well, what, you're 14 when you're a freshman. I'd say it was probably going into eighth grade year. Like, seventh grade, I was kind of aware of it. I just, like, I didn't care. I was also just, like, I was always kind of, like, skinnier, like, going through, like, elementary school. But when I got to middle school, like, I just plumped up, like, just big time. Like, my seventh grade school picture, I looked like a freaking chipmunk. Like, that's just how big my cheeks were. And then, like, over the summer, I just hit, like, a huge growth spurt. And I came back, and I was just taller than everybody in my class.
0: <laughs> I say that's not how a growth spurt works. But, yeah, I got yeah. you. It was the opposite for me. I was always chunky. I was husky with yeah. husky pants as a kid. And then when I got to, like, sixth grade, I hit puberty, got my growth spurt. Mm-hmm. And then I thinned out a lot. That was probably – I. no, I had older brothers, like, telling me, like, they would just not tell me. They would make fun of me for anything. <laughs> So like they would make fun of me if I tried to wear like hoodies when it was hot outside and things like that. So I probably yeah, I didn't have that. Yeah. When I was in like sixth grade, I was conscious of. So like, I'm your little brother
1: because everything you got made fun of <laughs> is what I currently get made fun of. And I'm yeah, just, like, I mean, I, I was twelve, you're
0: twenty six, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't have an older brother. Shit, I've just been living my life, man. I'm glad I can be that role just model for trying you. Trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're also going to talk about football today, but happy fall. This is the best season.
1: Oh, hundred percent. I agree. I know I used to kind of disagree on what was the best month in the year, but October Which is, is October. looking
0: pretty solid. Coming up very fast. And I will season. say, though,
1: I hate when you get those random hot days in October. That's the thing that irritates me.
0: Well, even the last couple days for us here in September. Yeah. It has been. Re- it was like 102 yesterday. Yep.
1: That's why when I woke it up this like morning, and I was today. like 60, I was like, oh, let's
0: go. I'm surprised I didn't see more memes. Maybe I should have been on Facebook more. Like, if you don't like um, – the weather, just wait a little bit. It'll change here in Missouri. Or, oh, we get to experience all four seasons here in Missouri. Just wish it wasn't all in one day. That's going.
1: Are we supposed to have tornado weather Saturday?
0: Probably. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: I mean, that's the, every season on a week here.
0: Spooky season. Next month, come on. I had a nightmare last night, and I almost texted you.
1: Uh, I had one a couple nights ago, and it really freaked me out. Like, it was vividly real. Mm. I also saw this thing on TikTok where the next time you're in a dream – uh, and you're aware that you're in a dream. You're supposed to ask someone in your dream what the date is. And I saw people, like, stitch that video, or, like, respond to it. And they're like, I've done this. And everyone, like, stops in the dream and, like, looks at you. And is like, you're not supposed to be here. You need to go. And, like, all of a sudden you wake up. Mm,
0: that you. really creeped me out. They gave me willies.
1: Yeah. As you're sitting there snacking on that mm. freaking licorice. Chills. You think I'm going to stop? is what he said right before
0: we started Uh-oh. the show. i paid pay good money for these Twizzlers. <laughs> <laughs> Twizzlers. I- what I
1: call them, licorice. Same thing. Yeah. If you're poor. Freaking imbecile.
0: Maybe. Um, a lot of football to talk about today, though. And getting into week three, I wanted to talk about some of these teams that are starting the season, either 0-2 or 2-0, and and a couple of those other little in-between teams, uh, a couple teams that we saw play last weekend. But the Las Vegas Raiders are a team that you and I were both high on coming into the season. Now they're sitting there 0-2. I just don't know what to think of the Raiders.
1: Um, I don't either because it looked like they had that game in the bag last week against the Arizona Cardinals, and then they just kind of mm-hmm. crapped the bed there at the end of it. And then an overtime, uh, like you said, uh, Sunday night, you know, it was just Clemson on Clemson crime there. Hunter Infro gets rocked, fumbles the ball, boom, Cardinals win the game. But if, if you're a Raiders fan, I wouldn't be panicking right now. I mean, you're two weeks into the season. You have a whole new coaching staff, a whole new offense. I know Derek Carr is a pro. Mm-hmm. And as much as everyone's been sitting here saying, like, hey, this is the last year for Derek Carr in – vegas like this is it i do agree with that but at the is same contract? time it's
0: like, i thought he just re-upped
1: i think he did but there's like something like out in it to where it's like not going to be that expensive i think like the next year or so but like that's what everyone in vegas is like fans at least that i've talked to have said like you know this is his last year at least prove it and i do agree with that because if this just isn't it i think the raiders would be smart to try and find someone in this next class Just be like okay hey josh mcdaniels pick your guy here you go roll with it But even with Derek Carr, you're two weeks into the season, like I said. There's no – I understand the panic, but, like, don't. You're given another four or five weeks here, and then if it's still bad, that's when you start to panic because to get into the playoffs is even more difficult. You're going to be fine. It doesn't look pretty right now, but, again, you have a lot of talent on that team, and you're going to be okay. And even if you're, like, a Bills fan right now, like, everything is just through the roof. We've said it ourselves, like, man, Buffalo Bills look scary. They're absolutely terrifying. There's no weaknesses anywhere on the field we got to remember, that's the same, like, they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. Like 9-7, to I believe is what the score was. It's like, there's a possibility that you're going to lose. It's the NFL. So, as a Raiders fan, just relax. You're going to be okay. You've got a lot of talent on your
0: offense. And Carr's contract, his, his guaranteed money definitely drops after this year. I don't know that it's such a surefire, like, oh, this is his last year. Mm-hmm. That's just um, what
1: fan, that's the way fans are talking. They're not saying, like, hey, make the this, You know what I mean? It's not like the Raiders are specifically saying no. that.
0: But no fan base hates their quarterback more than the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: Well, it really feels that way right now.
0: I mean, they just, <laughs> I don't know about you. I got a ton of DMs. And, you know, even some other text messages from uh, Raiders fans, too, uh, like shitting on Derek Carr.
1: Here's the other thing, though, about Raiders fans is they'll immediately flip back around two weeks if he has, like, back-to-back solid weeks.
0: Yeah. That's every fan base, though. For sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, with the Raiders, I also think you have to look at the teams that they've lost to. Playing close with the Chargers, there's no uh, moral victories in the NFL, but that's a good team Mm -hmm. that you lost to in the Chargers. And then the Cardinals, I don't know what the Cardinals are, but I don't think that you have to be, like, embarrassed about that loss. Now the Raiders come, and they're going to play the Titans on Sunday. Mm -hmm. They take care of business against the Titans. I think that helps quiet some things, but they do have the Titans, Broncos, and Chiefs their next three games. Those those should be three solid opponents.
1: We asked the question here to start, like, you know, like, hey, what teams, you know, who's in trouble and who's okay here in the NFL? I think the Tennessee Titans are in a lot of trouble. Like, nothing Mm -hmm. looked good the other night against the Bills.
0: Yep. And I want to pat myself on the back. I said when we were doing our preview stuff that Mm -hmm. I thought Ryan Tan that he was going to have a rough year. And I think a lot of it is to do with his mentals. And I think we even saw it the other night. He threw one interception. And to me... This is just my opinion. I'm not a professional. He looked really affected by it. You you could almost literally see him looking over his shoulder of, when's Malik Willis coming in?
1: It felt like that towards the third quarter, too. I think there was a point where he had an opportunity to kind of step up into the the pocket or, you know, escape and then run with his legs to his advantage and get out and make a play. And my immediate thought watching it was like, uh, Malik Willis would play. And I don't know what
0: they told him on the sideline. I hope they did a good job of reassuring him of just like, hey, getting our ass kicked, we're going to put in the young kid. But, man, I, I think even going this week against the Raiders could be pretty tough. I don't know what the spread is on that game. I would take the Raiders to cover though. And it is in Tennessee.
1: It is. And the Vegas <laughs> – Vegas is favored by two, actually.
0: Yep. Um, I really thought Tannehill more.
1: would come in and be like Alex Smith when the Chiefs took Mahomes. Where it just it remotivates you, and you, it just takes you to another level of play. You know what I mean? You're going to push the ball down the field. You're going to make those plays that people have just been kind of whining about. That's just not happening with Ryan Tannehill. Again, two weeks into the season, but whew, yeah, not it's still a, time not to a turn it start. I
0: I just don't think that it's going to happen. But I'm I'm not afraid to be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. If Tannehill comes out and starts playing well, that's great. And it's just those comments that he made about the playoff loss and then. Even the comments about Malik Willis and, like, oh, it's not my job to tutor him, things like that. Those just didn't sound like a good, confident quarterback. And I think you have to have that confidence to be successful in the NFL. And that was, I mean, one thing, and I don't want to just make this
1: Chief centric, of course, but, like, that was one thing, like, Alex Smith welcomed it. It was like, okay, hey, like, that's fine. Like, I understand you guys got to do what you got to do as an organization. I'm still going to come in and play. The Chiefs communicated that with him, and we've heard him talk about it several times. I don't know if the Titans did that with Tannehill or not. Maybe that's kind of playing into it as well, where, you know, they're going into the draft and he's not thinking about them looking into the future. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, you take Malik Willis here. And um, even
0: not to make it all about Ryan Tannehill, too. I think the rest of that offense looked rough, too.
1: Oh, and I mean, yeah, like Derek LeJuan Henry going down with another injury. Like, mm-hmm. feel bad for that guy.
0: Well, Derek Henry, I didn't think that he had – I don't think he's been great so far, so maybe we're starting to see the mileage catch up with him. You lose oh, A.J. Huh. Brown, and he's starting to look very valuable as a receiver, especially in Philadelphia, and then, you know, looking at the Titans and how they're struggling. Taylor Lewan is a guy that I, I really like. I think he's very funny. That dude is always hurt. Yeah. I, and I know that we're all, like, guilty of it, of, like, you see a guy and you like his podcast, you like his takes, you think he's funny, and then that almost immediately boosts him as, like, oh, Taylor Lewans, one of the best left tackles ever, which is just not true. But yeah. I think a lot of people are kind of rooting for him, and I get it. Man, he misses, like, games every single year. And yeah. even on the broadcast, Laura Rutledge was like, he hasn't played a complete season since. Like, so, as she was saying it, I was looking it up. It's like, when has he ever played a complete season? And it's just rough for him. And, you know, he's getting he's getting a little bit older. Their podcast, Bustin' with the Boys, is becoming more and more popular I'm sure Will Compton is staying in shape and he would love to get that phone call. <laughs> I wonder how many more injuries Taylor Lewan can take before he says, No, I'm good.
1: I feel like this is it. I feel like this is the one.
0: I think he's gonna recover from this one. But I Well, he just came off the ACL injury last year, too. I was gonna say those like offensive linemen, it's it's almost a guarantee
1: yeah, that you're going
0: to get hurt. And back are, to
1: back knee injuries is tough to come back from
0: Right. And with Taylor Lewan, a lot of offensive linemen miss multiple games. That's why it's so great when guys like Joe Thomas are out there playing consecutive games. So it's tough, but I do wonder how much more of a beating he can take. I mean, just this week, listening to some other podcasts and like seeing some clip outs, you've got guys like Kyle Long that are out there that are already doing podcasts with his brother Chris. It's phenomenal. I mean, Travis
1: Kelsey's doing. I was just going to say, Jason. I saw the one with the Kelsey brothers. Well
0: that's been really good. It's crazy there's a lot of other avenues for these players of like, yeah, I played in the league for, you know, seven, eight years. I don't have to have this 12, 14 year career where I just beat myself up all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be done. I'll go do podcasting. I'll go do work, you know, like a Booger McFarland type. I'll do other things. So I, I do wonder about Taylor Lewan and how much more of a beating he can take. Uh, and then another team that's owing to the Cincinnati Bengals. I do think that there is something to worry about. Because you have to fix it. I don't, I don't think you can just sit there and say, oh, we're good. We're 0-2, but we'll fix it. We've got this. Mm-hmm. I think they have to be actively asking themselves, what can we do better? And that oh, was another sad. clip. I don't remember. I think it might have been Kyle Long. of like, you are one block away from a touchdown here. Mm-hmm. But your offensive line is just, you're not getting it done. And that half second, it, it can make all the difference in the world. And that Cincinnati offensive line, they spent a lot of money to upgrade it they're still just not gelling and meshing together well yet. And only two weeks into the season, but two losses, pretty big deal, especially in the AFC North and the Bengals, just not looking like a good football team right now.
1: Yeah, and they're set to play the Jets this next week. You better hope you can get a W here. I mean, you can't be letting them come back and beat you like the (laughs) Cleveland Browns did Sunday and they played a night against the Steelers. We'll get to that in a little bit. But even looking at that with Cincinnati, like, man, that Super Bowl hangover is a real deal, and we've talked about it in years past with the San Francisco 49ers, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now we get here to Cincinnati, and it's like it takes a little bit for you to just kind of get things rolling again because that complacency is there in the off season. If you've been listening to the show for a while, even when we're on radio, it's like, hey, I, it was very hard for me to accept that as a fan of, like, yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs, some of their star players are being complacent. It's just the truth. That's the way it works out, and it kind of feels like that's how Cincinnati is right now as well, where you just come in and expect everything that you did last year
0: to just carry over to this year, and that's just not how it works. And I think another team that I had listed here, the Indianapolis Colts. They're winless, 0-1-1, one, one. but I, I think a lot of people had some high expectations for them. I believe I picked them to win the AFC South, which they still might do, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look good. Not right now. It, it looks like a division that's going to be like a 7-9 and nine is going to win you that division. But I, I believe the Jaguars are in first place in that division. They are. One and one, yep. the Jaguars. Ooh, look out. The only win in that entire division, the Jacksonville Jaguars have won. Yeah, because it was Houston and Indianapolis that tied, and then
1: Tennessee's own 2 like we just talked about. But I, I don't know. Like, everything I said about the Raiders is like, hey, like, it's fine. two weeks into the season. But with Indianapolis, I, I'm more worried about them than I was the Raiders. And I know the Raiders like it's going to be real hard. It's probably going to be a very rough season just because you're in the AFC West. But with the Colts, right. it's like nothing looks good. It, like you know, even I, the touches to Jonathan Taylor is like you got to bump those up. Mm-hmm. And again, two the offensive the season, line has been
0: like, such a strength for them over the last couple of years, and it doesn't look like it is so far. Yeah. And Matt Ryan looks bad. I've I've crapped on Matt Ryan a lot, but I will say, hand up, I thought this was a really good move for the Colts. I thought he would be pretty good. He hasn't been. One touchdown, four since and he's just out there looking old. just old his, as hell out there.
1: And his style of play is not going to be good when you're facing the Chiefs this weekend because that defense, mm-hmm. it, I don't know what's, what the change was, but they're so much faster. Yeah,
0: getting rid of some of those old guys. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you a couple other teams, though. The New York Giants. I Eww. think you have to start to wonder, are they for real? Like, what is going on with the Giants? Starts the start season 2-0. and oh, it's really weird. I kind of find myself rooting for them. Dude, and I even do too. This weekend, they play uh, Monday Night Football. They play against the Cowboys. Yep. I'm taking the Giants to win that game.
1: They're uh, favored by two, I believe. And I- I'm taking that as well. I got myself mm-hmm. a little parlay that I'm going to say. I don't have anything set for tonight. I sorry. just
0: can't imagine the Cowboys winning a game again with Cooper Rush. Like, no, he- had like you had your one magical win one. against the Bengals. I don't think you're getting that again, even against the Giants. Like I won't be shocked if the Cowboys win, but I do think that... Brian Dable and this, this coaching staff kind of has something going on here. It's not going to be pretty. And they beat two what I'm going to call bad football teams, the Titans <laughs> and the Panthers. Yeah. But I think the Cowboys are bad right now too. So I, I think the Giants can win that. Enjoy your three wins. I, at some point, it's got to fall apart for them.
1: I just think for the Giants right now, staying with this game against the Dallas Cowboys, you've got to worry about Michael Parsons. Like, that's, that guy's going to be a huge difference maker if he gets after Daniel Jones. And we all know Daniel Jones loves to fumble the football. So, that could be a key difference there on who wins this game, as if Michael Parsons is getting to Daniel Jones and making a play. But to the Giants' success so far this season, I think this is just what happens when you find the right guy. Like, everyone buys in, the culture changes, you know, throughout the offseason and end of the year. Everything that we're hearing about the Giants with Brian Dable is so much better than we ever heard with Joe Judge and the New York Giants.
0: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have his players running sprints and doing Or laps around the field because you're in punishment. Yeah, you can't like stop that. talking yeah. in the huddle.
1: That's it, you're in the field.
0: Uh-huh. These are NFL players, it turns out, and they don't <laughs> like to do that shit. But I, I am, I'm kind of excited about what the Giants are doing. And I think another team, Philadelphia Eagles, played on Monday Night Football, looked very good against the Vikings. I think Kirk Cousins is part of that. Uh, but they, they are another team. I've said it a million times. I really root for... Jalen Hurts, and watching him play on Monday Night Football was phenomenal. I thought he looked great, and I I thought that he had taken some strides that I wanted to see him take. And then again, A.J. Brown being in the offense, I think has been a huge difference maker. And you know, right now, as of now, the offensive line is healthy. That's been an issue for the last couple years. I kind of like the way that the Eagles are trending right now.
1: I feel... I'm gonna just gonna. I'm gonna have to play a card like you do and just be confident. like, "I was wrong. I was wrong on the Eagles. I did not see it. I did not believe in it."
0: Jalen Hurts <laughs> is looking. You, just you kept it. saying like, "Yeah, they look good on paper." <laughs>
1: yeah, I just like I just didn't believe it. I just didn't think we'd see the, everything transition on the field. And holy shit,
0: it has been like everything for the Eagles. Like this is what you want. And what Miles Sanders. You, had, yeah, you've been. Uh, I wouldn't say a doubter of, but maybe questionable of Jaylen Jalen Hurts. What did you think about watching him play? I just, I feel like he's just so much more
1: confident in his play. Like, I just feel like he realizes, like, I'm the guy. I'm the leader of this team, and it shows on the field. Like, everyone just rallies around Jalen Hurts. He's making plays with his legs, and he's making plays with his arms. His arm looks stronger. He looks more certain in his throws. Because it was like last year, you know, we saw that kind of towards the back end of the season. You get to the playoffs, and it's like – all that just fell apart. And granted, you were playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their defense, but at the same time, it was Eagles had a chance to win that ball game and they just couldn't make it happen and it fell on Jalen Hurts' shoulders. Mm-hmm. He looks completely different this year in a way of just, like I said before, just being more confident in certain of his decisions. And then Miles Sanders, I mean, I don't know where his patience behind the offensive line came from. I mean, there was one play that just sticks out to me last week where he runs up to the line and it just looked like a prime Le'Veon Bell where you're just going to sit there and wait. You're going to kind of dance for a bit. Boom, you bounce into the hole and you take off and you go get eight or 12 yards. And you're just sitting there like, where the hell has that been? And then Nick Sirianni, I mean, maybe we got to give him some credit as well. It's like you just getting yep. your offense consistently down the field in a way like that's a rhythm and you're building off of plays. And it's not just, are we going to pass today? Are we going to run today? It's like everything is flowing. Mm-hmm. I and mean, if you're the Eagles, I mean, if you're an Eagles fan, you just absolutely loving what you're seeing right now.
0: Nick Sirianni is another one of those guys that everybody laughed at. Made well, fun of him in his press yeah,
1: conference. I definitely did. I, I
0: did too. But, I mean, everybody, us included, on some of the stuff that he said. You pay a football coach not for the press conference. You pay him for what he does on <laughs> Sunday.
1: That's exactly right. You, know, that. you
0: know, Dan Campbell might come up there and say some dumb shit about biting kneecaps, but if you're winning games, it works. It's only crazy if it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah,
1: because if your team in the locker room <laughs> or the, the meeting room is loving it and biting kneecaps off, like, son of a bitch,
0: <laughs> we're biting kneecaps. Yeah. And boys. I believe Nick Sirianni was like, we're going to run a, like a really complex – High level offense, but we're gonna keep it simple. It's like it's gonna be really simple, but efficient. <laughs> it's like what?
1: Hey, Michael Scott, hey, calm down.
0: That's what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, really, it know. looks really good with Jalen Hurts. So that is, it's a team that I find myself rooting for as well. Uh, another couple things in the NFL, Justin Herbert. Um, I know that the other day they were listing him as day to day. He's gonna play. Like I know that they probably have to list him as injured or you know something like that. But he's going to play. I just can't imagine a situation where he doesn't.
1: Yeah, and I agree. At the same time, though, it's just I don't want to see a part of him where he has to take a playoff because he's injured. You know what I mean? Or like he's just trying too hard and it's like, eh, maybe not.
0: And, yeah. And I, was, I, look, back I was trying to, to the, look, see who they play. They get the Jaguars this week. But it's still, it's not like this isn't college football. It's not high school ball where you can just say, yeah, we got the Jaguars. Let's take a day off. Yeah. You have to have everybody out there. Who is, is Chase Daniel their backup? I love yeah. Chase Daniel. You don't want to play him in an NFL game. He's a guy that is supposed to work in the quarterback room and not leave it. Mm-hmm. He's going to play catch with people on the sideline. That's what you pay Chase Daniel for. And
1: he's just going to live the best life that a man could ever want to live in their lives.
0: I hope he's as happy as everybody thinks he is.
1: Yeah, honestly, that's a... You know... That's a good concern. <laughs> like that is a very like respectable, what if, genuine question. You know,
0: everybody's always like, Chase Daniel has the best job in the NFL. Makes millions of dollars. Blah, blah, blah. What if he is just sitting there and is just depressed? And it's like, I just can't get an opportunity in this league. God, damn. Like, I'm hanging on for my one more shot, and I just can't get it. He's crying himself to sleep. His hot wife is like, is are going to be okay, Chase? Yeah.
1: I mean, maybe he did because he went he's to He's like, Chicago. I went to the
0: fucking Lions. Yeah, that's right. I was a, a to Detroit go. Lion, and I couldn't start in this league. David Blau <laughs> beat me out. I Who even the went fuck is that? the Andy Reid route of like, I'm going to be a backup in Andy Reid's offense, and then I'll move on. I'll be a starter. I'll get my shot, babe. And he doesn't. We need I to- hope he's as happy as everybody thinks he is. We need to send Chase Daniel a message.
1: <laughs> Just Let me like, do a hey,
0: wellness check. Come on on and talk to us. On him. But I do think Justin Herbert will play. The Kyler Murray stuff has kind of died down. Uh, What an overreaction. By really just honestly everybody.
1: Oh, being slapped? Yeah. Yeah. I think the fan was celebrating. I don't think the fan had any like malice towards it of like, I'm slapping the shit out of Kyler Murray. Right. Even if it
0: was a Raiders fan, which I believe it was. You have an NFL player running up to you. For most people, they're like, Oh my God, this is so cool. And
1: here's the other thing, and I know we've you and I have talked about this a lot on the show and off air as well. It's like these NFL players, like Kylie Murray's what, five ten? Maybe. He's a true or okay. When NFL players listed at their height, they're a true that height. This isn't just some Joe on the on the you know, the street being like, Oh, right. I'm six yeah. foot. It's like motherfucker, you're five nine and a half. Get out of here. Yeah. And, like, Kyler Murray, my whole point with this is, Kyler Murray looked massive next to those other individuals. As it's you say, spans. like, Ky-
0: yeah, Kyler Murray walking around the street, you wouldn't look at him and be like, oh, my God, he's tiny. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, he's a little bit short, but thick. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's a boy definitely thick. not a little guy at all. But, that again, in I do context with the NFL.
1: <laughs> Kyler Murray, like, you're just giving everyone these high fives and, like, boom, clawed right across the mm-hmm. face. You almost have to know better running into a situation like that. Like, you're not at home.
0: And maybe it's my bias against him as well because I, I don't really like him. You can't run up to the fans and then expect them to just act normal. Yeah. Like, at some point, as a professional athlete, you have to know, like, yeah, these people are crazy.
1: What's he going to do next? Go do a Lambo leap and against Green Bay? Right. Yeah.
0: Let's see well, how you know, even goes. when you see people do, the, like, the Lambo leap stuff, like, you'll see them get pushed back. Oh, yeah. Like, if it's an opposing team.
1: If Kyle I, Murray does that, he probably breaks his neck. Just so fall a player did it for, for
0: the Browns, him. I thought. Was it Kareem Hunt? Tried to do like the Lambo leap and arrowhead, and they're like, Nope, pushed him. Pushed him out of the stands. Week one last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was. I mean, fans are crazy. Everybody should know Can I that. I ask
1: you. I don't want this to be inappropriate. There was the rumors out there that like tire, or not tire, excuse me, Kareem Hunt wants to come back to Kansas City. Was that like were those true things or was that like a joke No, of, I
0: think that's fan speak.
1: Well, I didn't know. Here's the thing, because like Harrison Butker was injured and out for the game, so I didn't know if it was like one of those meme jokes by other fans who were like, ooh, Kareem Hunt wants to go back to Kansas City. They need a kicker. I didn't know if it they was a like, joke that Lee. way or if it was like actual rumors. I don't know. I of, like, didn't Kareem see any Hunt of that wants stuff, back so I see
0: Okay. I doubt it.
1: I saw several them on Twitter, and I was just like, there's no way he's just blatantly said, I want to go back to Kansas City, and the Chiefs were like, I mean, about
0: it." he talks so much shit on Kansas City that I don't know that he can go back. Was he talking shit, or was he just sad?
1: Because you might be referring to another instance that I'm not. Because I'm going back to
0: when they won the Super Bowl, and he's like, I should no, be on the No, I'm going back to last year, week one, when they played in Kansas City, and he was like, can't wait to go back there and show them what they're missing, like all that stuff.
1: Oh, I guess I completely missed that. Yeah, I blocked that it. one. Oh, yeah. suck on that, Kareem. Forget about it. You don't want it here. Oh, yeah, no, he, Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. A he little faster some, version of you. He talks some trash. So, I, I don't know. And, and then going back to Kansas City – You know, Kansas City in the news a lot this week too. Mm -hmm. Willie Gay suspended for four games over, depending on what article you read, broke a vacuum cleaner.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's for a lot of fans. Like that's just all everyone saw was like, oh, got arrested, misdemeanor, broke a vacuum, got an argument Mm -hmm. with his girlfriend. He snapped. In everyone's minds, like he broke a vacuum probably just threw it against the floor or something. I think that's where a lot of fans went. I'll be honest, I think that's where my mind went as well. Yeah. And there were a lot of other details that have come out about this that I didn't know about, to be honest, and I don't think a lot of other people did as well. But at the same time, it's a misdemeanor. You got arrested. You went to jail. Right. And I, like, I hate you that people You know those details. Even like, so I want you to kind of go into Yeah.
0: I hate that people were even like holding it against what Deshaun Watson did. Like, oh, Deshaun Watson got this for— Mm-hmm. you groping people and sexual assault, but he gets four games for breaking a vacuum cleaner. The Deshaun Watson one is just an outlier. The, even the NFL themselves has come out and been like, that's not a good enough suspension. Yeah. We wanted him banned for longer. So with the Willie Gay stuff, and maybe it is because we live here in Missouri and we're both chief fans, but it is, it's so frustrating to see so many people say like, oh, he just broke a vacuum cleaner. Like, do people actually think that he just, like, walked into an apartment, grabbed the vacuum cleaner, broke it, and then left? Like, that was it? It's like, oh, well, it was just a vacuum. Break
1: your vacuum, yeah.
0: Yeah. And even, like, that is part of the story is um, his girlfriend, I believe she was his girlfriend, or at least they have a kid together, was like, um, no, the kid is sick. Don't come see him tonight. He needs to rest. And Willie Gay showed up anyway. Mm -hmm. And to me, as a, a father that, Is not married to my daughter's mom anymore. There have been times where, like, I was scheduled to see my kids. It was my night, but kids get sick. Mm -hmm. And it was like, hey, they're kind of sick. How about they stay here so they don't have to, you know, they don't have to get up, they don't have to travel, they don't have to do any of that. I was like, yeah, you're right. It sucks. I don't get to see them when I'm supposed to. It's supposed to be my time. Best interest of the kid, though, let them stay there. Yeah. And so for me to look at that situation as a father with daughters, If some dude did this to my daughters, where they were like, hey, don't come over, and he showed up, I'm going to jail. (laughs) I am going to be there, and I'm beating somebody's ass, or I'm getting my ass beat, but I'm going to be there, and I'm trying. (laughs) You know, They're like, you have a sister. Mm -hmm. She dated a football player in college. Imagine if she said, no, it's kind of late. I'm going to go to sleep, and he showed up anyway. That right there is enough for me to lose my mind.
1: Oh, one hundred percent. I remember uh not to take the And play.
0: your sister is <laughs> dating a nice guy. I'm just saying No, and he, he can was a relate. he's a huge football player.
1: <laughs> a massive football player. He was a linebacker in college and then transitioned to tight end, so it just goes to show how much of an athlete he is. And then I mean he's just a big dude, if she ever would have sent me a message like that, Right. I would I would have been in a heartbeat. Would he have beat my ass? There's probably a good chance. And then if I did happen to somehow beat his ass, I then have to fight the entire football team. Uh-huh. So that wouldn't be good. Mm-hmm. And then for but you know, with him, it, it's nice to know like, that's not a concern.
0: Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Eric seems is a great like a guy. good dude. I met him a couple times. Yeah. It, you know, for Willie Gay, again, like people just think that he showed up and like do you really, like do Chiefs fans think this motherfucker showed up? It was like, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna start vacuuming. Oh whoops, it broke like shucks. Yeah. Let's Let give, me just go ahead and leave. So what were the details of
1: <laughs> She didn't want him to be there. He comes in. Because her in, kid was sick. They get in an argument. Mm-hmm. He then blows up.
0: Breaks her. No. Breaks her vacuum. Throws her vacuum across the like, apartment. Mm-hmm. And in the like, story that I read, he's like threw it 20 feet across the apartment. That's a good throw. Yeah.
1: Like, that, that's that's a, a
0: <laughs> to throw really a vacuum. He's
1: a 6'2", 230-pound <laughs> linebacker. That uh-huh. dude's got some strength.
0: Yeah, so did that, and then um, within the argument, she didn't feel safe, so she went into the other room and called the cops. He then took her phone, broke her phone, and was like, my ass will be gone before the cops get here anyway, and so, and then pushed her over onto the couch where their kid was sleeping, their sick kid was sleeping, pushed her onto the couch, so it's just, it's so much more than, I just broke a vacuum, Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people are looking at some of the reports of like, oh, well, it was only... You know, less than a thousand dollars damage. Like he bought her a new vacuum. That's not really the point. Even the fact that they're coming in there and they're arguing, like people that are mad about the Deshaun Watson stuff, hold your NFL players accountable. They should have a higher expectation. You are millionaires. You are in the public eye. You should not be doing stuff like that. You know, if somebody again, somebody treated your sister that way, treated myers that way, I'm losing my mind. And I would even be looking at it as it's only four games. Like, this dude is a massive man, and he's yeah. threatening a woman and a child. It should probably be more than four games.
1: And it's one of those things, the more details you get out of it, it's just like, okay, this is, this is not good at all. And just here we are. This happened in January. Hopefully yeah. Willie Gay has realized how immature and wrong of a decision that was and has taken necessary steps to not be that way and built a better relationship with the mother of his child the only thing that really bothered me with the NFL is why did it take you so long to figure out this suspension? Yeah. Why are we three I mean, I weeks had forgotten into the about season? It. I did too. Like, why are we three weeks into the season and then you're putting a four game suspension on there? Mm-hmm. And this is going to be fan talk here because when you look at the next four games for the chiefs, they're not easy opponents. No, not at and all. Like that's the, and I don't want that to come off wrong, but it's just like, I'm not saying the NFL is out to get Kansas city. That's not it at all. But it's just like, these are the four games you don't want Willie Gay to miss. Like, those are the four games that the Chiefs could desperately use Willie Gay's style of play at the linebacker position. I would have just much rather the NFL have been like, okay, hey, this is what happened in January. We're going to go ahead and take care of this. This is it. If it is a misdemeanor or it was a misdemeanor, how does that stack up to our suspensions? That's it. Boom, he misses four games. Start the first four games of the mm-hmm. season, and he's out. And he'd be like, okay, hey, cool. Chiefs fans accept that. We move on with it. Everyone accepts it, moves on with it, goes. But it's like now we're two weeks into the season. I mean, it just feels odd in that way. It's like, why is the NFL? Why did the NFL drag their feet with that?
0: Yeah, it makes me wonder if Frank Clark is still going to have a suspension too. Yeah, exactly, to arrest in the off season. Nothing ever happened with that. Um, that was last Alvin year. Though, wasn't it? I thought it was this off season. Frank Clark didn't get arrested this off. For season. the guns. That was last year. Yeah. Did he get suspended for that? I
1: think he had to miss a game or two.
0: Okay. Never mind. I then. think I'm pretty sure I didn't. It, but, like, Alvin Kamara has still not been suspended. I thought like, his
1: was announced. I thought his was six games. I don't remember. Let me look it up right now. For some, if, if it hasn't happened and you get six games. Six games for having some
0: guns? It. For Sheesh. Alvin Kamara? No. Alvin Kamara has not been suspended.
1: I thought he did for some reason. Sorry no, he was silence.
0: injured last week and didn't play. Son of a bitch, okay. Yeah, so like still waiting on him. That's well, been if his suspension does February. come back in
1: six games, I'm a fortune teller because I definitely dreamed that then. <laughs>
0: it would be and, like that time um, we were in uh, Nashville and you were like, holy shit, this person just got traded. And Deshaun like, Watson. I was
1: like, Deshaun Watson's been <laughs> traded. Be like, no, he didn't. Like, I swear to God I saw that <laughs> notification come across on my phone. And Three months later. Like,
0: well, it was like four guys in a van being like, no, we all have the same yeah. like tweet notifications on, man. Like, nobody else is getting I this.
1: swear on my life I read that as I got into the Uber. It was like, Deshaun, like, breaking, Deshaun Watson traded. And I was just like, holy shit. And everyone gets on the phone and it's just not there anymore. Three months later, traded. Yeah.
0: Just a little early. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I think it was to the Eagles, though. When you're like, he just got traded to the Eagles. That was right, yeah. 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 Because then it turned out to obviously uh, be the Browns. Uh, no easy way to transition to this, but Roper Kia, great vehicle. Check out their inventory online. <laughs> Maybe you want to pull Frank Clark and stash your guns in your vehicle. Hey, we've got you covered. Roper Kia, check out their inventory online. Mention us. Save yourself $1,000 at Roper Kia.
1: Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot, a good place to get those before you stash them in your vehicle With from Roper Kia. Just a little... Uh... Bang bang type of double whammy here with our sponsorships.
0: So check, your, check your state laws and see what. It... Yeah,
1: definitely check those first. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, wow. gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs, no reserved auctions every single week. One of the best parts about the websites is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you visit the website. So be sure to do so at gunspot.com.
0: Uh, more news and scandal. It's just crazy. Sports is a soap opera. You know, there are a lot of guys out there that make fun of their ladies for, like, watching Real Housewives and stuff like that. Sports is a soap opera. And this next story just proves that as well. If it hasn't already, uh, the head coach for the Boston Celtics is facing a one-year suspension for having an intimate and consensual relationship with a staffer. This is just bullshit.
1: I mean, especially if it's consensual, and that's it. You're telling me no one else in the world has found your significant other at work or someone to have an intimate relationship with at work. Right. And even if, you, if you're
0: like Even if you're already
1: up. married. Yeah. Please. And I'm sorry about that. I especially to you because that's where I thought you were going to go and I tried to beat you to it. a
0: you have a story to tell? Is no, to tell you the do.
1: Truth? It's not where you're – Ex-wife found her new boo? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I thought you were trying to single me. out. It's like, yeah. No, I was just like... I've had some relationships with people I work with. uh, uh, (laughs) No, I was not. That is not what I was... No.
1: You called yourself out on
0: that. (laughs) I was not anyone's superior. (laughs) (laughs) They were (laughs) fine. We declared our relationship to HR. It was fine. This is a total Michael Scott situation. (laughs) Jan Levinson Gould. I don't know. This just... It's 2022. You're having a relationship with somebody that's on staff. I don't know that it's that big of a deal. I don't either. Like, I don't know why this is even
1: being talked about. But then, like, the whole situation with Brett Favre, you know what I mean? (laughs) Getting millions of dollars from the poorest state in the country, Mississippi, like, welfare scamming people. It's just, like, nothing. We just don't even talk about that. Yeah. But with this guy, it's like, hey, this is a consensual relationship. And he might
0: get suspended for up to a year. One year. From the Celtics or from the NBA? Uh, That, I don't know. I think maybe a little bit of both. But that's just, it's wild to me. That is dumb. And I get the, like, whole supervisor thing of, like, oh, you'd be biased when it's time to give raises or promotions and things like that. But unless this is, like, is he sleeping with a female coach? I don't know that they have any in Boston.
1: That's what I was wondering. But
0: if it's, like, somebody in the front office, like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. If it's somebody's secretary or whatever, if it's a member of the custodial staff, who cares?
1: I'm going to look at the Boston Celtics front office and just try and figure out who homeboy. I'll tell you, there can't be
0: very many ladies in the front office for the Boston Celtics.
1: That's kind of what I'm thinking.
0: I don't know. But Content either is way.
1: currently unavailable. Looks like I'm not the only one looking for
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? They're trying to hide some stuff. But I don't know. This is. This is just stupid. Like, there are some things that we just have to, as a society, just grow.
1: Yeah. And realize
0: that some of our stuff is just outdated. And then dating somebody that is on your staff, I don't know. thats probably just be okay to me. Especially, again, in the sports world. Even if like, he was dating, like, his assistant coach. Who cares? Yeah. Like, if I'm the owner and it's like, hey, by the way, you know. Yudoka, he is, he is definitely dating, you know, what's-her-face that's the assistant coach. Yeah, okay, I don't, I don't care. Is he still winning games? Did we go to the finals? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. So maybe shut up and go grind some tape or something. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't get it. And then all the Adam Levine stuff. Speaking of just reality shows.
1: That dude's a piece of garbage. Have you – so I saw her TikTok. Like the, just the actual. On my feed, yes, I I saw her TikTok before I realized anything else that was going on, and then she had like a response video to it as well that I was like saw within thirty minutes of her posting, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't give a crap about this. Go to I ended up going to sleep. Right, wake up. It's all over everything. I could get on
0: Twitter. It's like Mm -hmm. U.S. Daily
1: or like News Daily. I kept seeing the
0: memes of like their Instagram Mm -hmm. uh, messages, and like, what is this? Why is everybody commenting? So he had
1: slid in her DMs multiple times, and they had the affair, and she was like, "Okay with it, whatever." And then they had broken it off because, and then his wife was pregnant, and then he sent he slid back in her DMs and was just like, "Hey, how are you?" Also, I want to name my kid after you. I'm not even kidding. Would you be okay with that? That's she was just like, uh, "I don't know about it. Let's fuck though." This is pretty much what happens. Like. I guess if you just want to cheat on your pregnant wife, that's the way to go about it. Is tell the girl that you've already slept with, like, hey, we're going to name her after you. And then you eventually just hook back up. I will say, though, she's a stunner.
0: <laughs> I'd hope so. It's Adam yeah. Levine. And
1: his wife is very beautiful. She's a Vic- Victoria's Secret model. Is she? Yes. Adam Levine's wife
0: is. I mean, just a total scumbag move. And then
1: the girl that he cheated on with is an Instagram
0: model. So I am glad that, that he that is. is getting dragged. Because, you know, as sports guys, these athletes get dragged for it all the time. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel like some of these people uh, on the Hollywood side, it's just like, yeah, this is news for like three days, and then it's, it's over with. Adam Levine, he needs drag for this. I've never liked him. I just – I remember growing up
1: thinking, like, dude, it would be so cool to be, like, famous and, like, just a worldwide celebrity. You know what? I don't think it would be. I think that mm-hmm. would suck because with that – or maybe it's just because, like, all these other A-list celebrities just have this mindset, like, you can just get away with anything and everything – and well, you just have
0: no consequences to it. I saw a TikTok before the show today, and it was I don't remember her name, but she was saying that guys like Adam Levine always have non-disclosure agreements, and where you can't talk about things. And apparently, this was like maybe one that just fell through the crack, and he forgot to get sign one. But like this is a common theme of like, yeah, um, you know, your bodyguard goes and talks to this the girl about you can come back to the VIP room or whatever, but you have to sign an NDA. Yeah, sure, I'll go. <laughs> I'm not talking. The big news that she dropped, though, that she was like, everybody does this. LeBron does this. I'm like, pause, what? <laughs> LeBron? She called out LeBron? She named him LeBron. She was like, yeah, do people really think LeBron is not a cheater? Like, he is, but he has people sign an NDA. No way.
1: No way. I you know. go find that TikTok right now and send it to it me. It was, um... You put it in our mic'd up community for all of us to discuss.
0: Well, it was the call her daddy girls. There used to be two of them.
1: Uh, Sophia? What? Is it the blonde haired girl? The, or the dark haired one. Nah, nah, that, that, mm, I don't know. it then. Nah, <laughs> that, I think her name's Sophie. She's, she's dumber than a box of rocks, dude. I, yeah, we'll start this little podcast feud. She's a freaking moron. She is an idiot. She is the <laughs> reason that Call Her Daddy even turned into pretty much what it did in just the turmoil of, like, Barstow having to figure out what to do because she got this new boyfriend that's just like, that blonde I'm going to – She's, Alex, she stayed
0: at Barstool for a while. And has just blown
1: Col- blo- She was the reason Call Her Daddy got to where it was. And then she went and to
0: Spotify, correct?
1: Yes, because Spotify was like, hey, this is a really good podcast. We want to do this. That Sophia Girl, I believe, is what her name is, has started her own podcast mm-hmm. and has had Jay Cutler on. And it's not bad. I've seen a couple of clips from it. Like she's good at what she does. I saw the But LeBron she's also thought, just Ooh. a freaking moron. <laughs> like I, I just I, like I how are you just gonna kind of throw LeBron James's name out there if you don't know it for a fact?
0: Like, well, and she's no she said that Like, she has friends that have done, like, maybe have not had sex with him, but have signed the NDAs for some of these guys.
1: I'm going to have to see the TikTok. Until I see it, that's my thought process. (laughs) Well,
0: we've talked about it enough. It should show up for you.
1: It's probably the first thing I see when I get on TikTok.
0: (laughs) I hope it is. and I hope that it's not true.
1: And I think her name is. So, it might not even. I
0: be want to root for LeBron being the great All-American guy that would not do that. It is Sophia.
1: Damn, look at me freaking knowing this shit. Mm, good.
0: Yeah. Sophia Franklin. Oh, of course that's her last name. <laughs> Jesus Christ,
1: <criminy. laughs> could have told you. That was a red flag right there, pal. <laughs> Spelled the same freaking way.
0: There are many ways to spell, to spell Franklin, though.
1: <laughs> uh, L-I-N instead of L- instead of the way she does.
0: How does she spell it? L-Y-N. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That was a dumb red one. flag. Yeah, <laughs> I right. just overlooked it. I stand corrected. <laughs> um, speaking of misogyny, uh, Robert Thomas. You gotta have to sell the Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury. This is such a shitty deal to where it's like he's coming out and it's like, oh well, I'll do the right thing. I'll sell my teams. He's gonna get a billion. Yeah.
1: Oh, I guess I made a mistake. Let me go ahead and make a quick six yeah. bill and get out <laughs> of here. Yeah, I'm
0: so sorry. Let me sell both franchises. And I I think I feel like a billion is a, a low number. I think you could get a couple.
1: I mean, what, the Broncos? Well, like, like one and a three half to. Three two. point five they, billion? They won't, they I know the involvement is different, different
0: but. But with the two franchises together, I think you could bring in one and a half, two billion. The Suns are a hot name right now. Yeah. I mean, they're they're trending. They've got Devin Booker. They've got a nice. Well, isn't like when you know? sell
1: a business too, like you look at like the future projection of mm-hmm. like what the business is going to do, and if it's growing like the way that it is, there's that extra money coming in. He might get two and a half bills just from the Suns alone. I don't. It's just. I'll be honest. I don't dirty. know what the Mercury value is. I don't know what the WNBA value is on sale no, team right anything. now. But.
0: D- but doesn't it feel dirty? Oh, this guy's going to make racist and sexist comments and just be racist and sexist. And he's going to go out there and sell this team for a billion dollars. Yep. Welcome to America. <laughs> Seriously. Um, great things going on with America's pastime, though. Aaron Judge and Albert Pujols. Uh, I love watching this race. And I feel like here's your update where I tell you, Aaron Judge, I cannot believe how much it's not being talked about. I feel like we just— 60 home runs now. And he's also chasing the Triple Crown. I
1: see more information in national media about Albert Pujols, and I know we're in Missouri, so like maybe that's part of it. But like, Albert Pujols getting closer to 700 is getting more news recognition than Aaron Judge breaking this record.
0: If you look at the Aaron Judge stuff and you're like, oh, everybody's talking about him, uh, it's definitely getting the pub that it needs. Mm-hmm. Then you just hate the Yankees. Like, just come out and admit it. That's why you're sick of it is because you hate the Yankees. I don't hate the Yankees. The man has 60 home runs. Yeah. And as a triple crown leader. And like, even the triple crown stuff, I haven't been that tuned into baseball now that football has started. Mm-hmm. No one was talking about it until he actually took the lead in the batting average. Yeah. Nobody was like, hey, by the way, Like, there's it's no triple close. crown watch or anything? No. Now there is in like the 60 home run thing, too. That's not getting enough attention. No. Like, when you look at the home run leaders, and I know that a lot of people are looking at it right now, and it's like, hey, he's one homer. Away from the AL record. Yeah. Tying Roger Maris with 61. Yep. Which was I,
1: set in 1961.
0: Yep. I, you didn't know that. I'm looking. Yeah. There was a movie called 61.
1: I did not know that.
0: Is <laughs> yeah. there really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. It's about Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris and their race. Their home run race. For sure, <laughs> it's the summer of '69. Like, it really tomorrow. good. You know what? Maybe a lot of people haven't seen it. I'm a Mickey Mano guy, so I've, I've seen it. I liked it. Uh, but no, like, nobody is really talking about.
1: So is that just like what baseball movies do? Then you just name a baseball movie a number. Yeah. Because like 42 about like Jackie mm-hmm. Robinson. I like. I always thought I was like, why like just name it Jackie Robinson.
0: You didn't. <laughs> just like
1: 42. Like I knew why, right? It was just like. <laughs> so that, you, like didn't you just get, get that get reference. Right? No, 100%. Yeah, I'm not saying that. But like even this, was like, like you said with Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris, it's just like 61.
0: Uh huh. It came out in
1: 2001. Yeah.
0: With Aaron Judge, I think it's kind of unfair because when you look at the home run leaders, every single one of them in front of him, besides Roger Maris, was very obviously and clearly on steroids. <laughs> yeah. If he hit 62 home runs, we need to celebrate that shit out of it.
1: If Yeah, and we also need to test him, make sure that's clean. <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
0: But I still think that that's like, how are we just not talking about that? And I know, like, Barry Bonds is great. I, I think that he definitely deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I loved watching Sosa, Sosa and Maguire go after it. But... All those guys were on steroids.
1: Yeah, and if he hits 62, like, the only three people in front of him are Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Barry Bonds. Like, that's Mm -hmm. it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they're on there a couple times. Mm -hmm. And so, again, I saw a TikTok earlier today that's like, Barry Bonds is the home run king. Don't get it twisted. Okay, but he's not. He should be in the Hall of Fame. 100%. One hundred percent, I can But well, he's not it. like the home run king because he was on steroids, and so were a lot of other people. But I do think Aaron Judge deserves a lot of talk because he is doing it clean. Them, mm-hmm. uh, so we assume. And with the way that they test, I would, I would assume that, that he's clean.
1: I mean, you would. I mean, you almost have to assume that they have been testing him, right? Like, you're not going to get to 61 yeah. or 60 and then be like, ah, "I guess." Maybe right. I mean, you see
0: him. guys in the NFL all the time. It's Like, they'll do something great, and then it's like, "Oh, I got randomly tested." I'm sure at one point, probably around the All Star break, the, the Major League Baseball was like, "Hey, you know what? We should probably check this guy. He's got like 38 home runs." Yeah. But he is. He's doing a great job, and I think if you're horrible. hating against it is because you hate the Yankees. Maybe,
1: you know, this conspiracy that I came up with after the All Star break was for Albert Pools, also went to Aaron Judge. Where it's like, hey, do what you got to do. We're not going to test you.
0: Maybe so. But uh, yeah, again, just looking at some of the records, Bonds has 73, McGuire hit 70, Sosa with 66, McGuire again with 65, Sosa with 64, Sosa with 63. Then you get to Roger Maris with 61 and Aaron Judge with 60 we should probably be paying a little bit more attention to what Aaron Judge is doing.
1: You know, I also didn't realize that in 2001, when Barry Bonds set the record for 73, that Sammy Sosa was also right there at 64.
0: And that's Sosa's thing. Like, Sammy Sosa, when McGuire did it in 98, Sosa had 66. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: When uh, Bonds did it in 91, Sosa had 64. Um, McGuire in 99 hit 65, but Sosa hit 63. Like, he was just always consistently like, second. (laughs) (laughs) So <laughs> like you're not having that miracle season that everybody's going to talk about, but man, you're the guy that's pushing everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> you are hey, bringing. I'm the reason else he up. got first. <laughs> yeah, and I believe he actually has more home runs in his career than Maguire.
1: Sammy Sosa he, does. That's actually pretty unique. Yeah,
0: run. I think that he might be. What do
1: you think? Where do you think Judge eventually ends up?
0: Sixty-three, sixty-four. Now they got to pitch to him, and I, yeah. I did see people talking about that. You There's only, like,
1: seven games left in the year.
0: It was, I think it was last night's game or maybe the night before. He's up in the eighth inning. It's kind of a blowout anyway, and he sees four straight balls. Man, just throw to him. I'm not asking you to just give him, you know, 85, 88 fastball, but at least give him some pitches to hit. Yeah. You know, put it in the zone. Hang I mean, I would, on. I would be honest. I think I said it last show.
1: I would want to be the pitcher that was, like, yeah. He is 62. Yeah,
0: put me on the poster. I don't care. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I, I would know.
1: brag about it. I would go into the press conference and be like, did you see that? Yeah. I gave him my heater up and in and he took it It's like it on space deep deep left. left.
0: When the catcher's telling Michael Jordan, like, hey, I I got you a fastball right here, swing. <laughs> yeah. That would be me.
1: <laughs> One like that's just me, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. A Slider outside.
0: A nice guy. Don't swing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here you go, fastball. Uh, I'll tell you what, a place that will take care of you, just like I would Aaron Judge, is Club 609. Hit them up for that great happy hour, two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours, and some delicious appetizers right here in downtown Joplin, Missouri. Again, that's Club 609.
1: Absolutely. Speaking of downtown Joplin, Missouri, be sure to visit Downtown Lube, located right here on Main Street. And first, I actually went on my oil change and my brakes changed. This week, so I've made several visits. Still, Downtown Lube—they've taken great care of my vehicle. It is running like a smooth machine. I just operating fantastically. Absolutely love to see it. And You guys should do the same thing. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. That's not a matter of if, there's a matter of when. Just like I did this week, where I got to get my oil changed, my tires serviced. You get that done as well at Downtown Lube. Did
0: they get you all lubed up. Oh uh, they did. So what they specialize in. Oh, yeah. So the lube. I love feeling real good. Mm-hmm. You will, and that's Better what they do it. at downtown lube. We're going to play a little Would You Rather uh, today, keeping with the baseball theme. Would you rather see pool holes hit 70 or Aaron Judge hit, I put 62. Because to me. Did
1: you just say 70?
0: I have 700.
1: It's <laughs> was like, what? Pool holes
0: hit 700, <laughs> which he's two away from, or Aaron Judge hit 62. And I will say over the next couple days, I will be disappointed in every media outlet if they're not doing Aaron Judge at-bats. You got live look-in on Aaron Judge. Probably Holes too. Oh, yeah. Like, two weeks left. If it's fucking Tuesday night and they're up to bat, put it on the TV.
1: Like, double screen it. Like, if you're watching Blue Jays and Phillies, (laughs) F that. Put both of them guys up to bat. Or,
0: you know, honestly, like, even if it's Monday night football and Albert Pujols is up to bat and he's, like, one away, put it on the screen. Yes. I want to see it. You know, let Eli and Peyton call it. I don't care, but I want to see like it. It's like when
1: you get your little local weather alerts of like, hey, you know, like tornado mm-hmm. watch or something. They got a the little left hand of the screen and it covers the score. Put Albert pools down there. Aaron yep. Judge down there. Let's go yep. ahead and see that.
0: And maybe I'm crazy here. I would actually rather see Judge hit 62 because I do think that this is going to be the legit record. Like, in my opinion, all those other guys, it's great what you did. Having someone actually hit 62 in this era of testing that's the record for me. Mm-hmm. Like, my kids are going to ask me one day, like, hey, Dad, who holds the record for single-season home runs? They probably won't ever ask me. <laughs> but my answer will be Aaron Judge. <laughs> Barry Bonds <laughs> is great, but he was on steroids. Yeah, Mark McGuire, so so cool. Um,
1: I think my answer would be pool holes, but what would you rather see in person? Would you want to see pool holes in person or Aaron Judge's home run in person?
0: With the Aaron Judge stuff, it's so, like, in the moment where he is great. Mm-hmm. So, I want to, it's still Aaron Judge for me. And the better accomplishment is Pool Hulse hitting 700. Yeah. But like, I watched Pool Holse play in his prime. So, like, I even know a lot of people this last weekend that went up to St. Louis and I, I want to be up there just in case. Yeah. Bought tickets for like Saturday and Sunday. That's cool. But, like, I've already seen Albert Pools hit home run. I don't need to watch old ass Albert Pools hit one. <laughs> it's pretty freaking cool. But, like, watching Aaron Judge do it and the dominance that he's having this season is a little bit cooler to me. Yeah, because this Uh, is his prime. Yeah, and Pujols, it's one hell of an accomplishment. I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves either of a guy that's going to hit 700, and he's been clean outside of this half season. Yeah. Um, But for me, both are cool. I would rather see Judge hit 62.
1: Um, Yeah, that would be perfect. What about this one? No internet? Would you rather have no internet, or would you rather have no cell phone?
0: And I'm assuming that you mean on this... I can't go to, like, Twitter on my cell phone.
1: Right, yeah. Like, if you have a cell phone, you don't have internet. Like, mm-hmm. you, you get no data, you get nothing.
0: I'm going to say I want the internet.
1: Yeah, I would take no cell phone either. I just carry on a giant iPad. I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> like, even if it was like, um, you know, you can't call or text people while you're away. Like, you have to be at home to do it. I don't know. Bo- Boomer comments. Yeah. I was raised in that.
1: I bet those were the days, dog. I,
0: I was raised in it. Yeah. You know, even yeah. when I was in high school, a lot of... Uh, my friends and I, we didn't have cell phones. So it was like you would talk to each other after school and be like, hey, at 7 o'clock, this is when we're meeting. Yes. That's, it wasn't like, hey, be there in five minutes. It was like maybe that's my thing with being late, too. So you had to be accountable because there was no letting Ooh, people know, really hey, by point. the way, God canceled plans. Like if somebody was supposed to pick you up and they didn't show up, you were pissed off for twelve hours. <laughs> like, <laughs> so hey, you saw them next. Where the fuck are you at last night? You were supposed to pick me up. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, sorry, man, my truck broke down. like, oh, all right, no <laughs> hard feelings. But for, from seven till seven a.m., pissed, ready to kill that person. <laughs> so I, I would take the the internet just because I grew up without a cell phone. Yep. And still, like, I don't call people.
1: I miss the uh, the days of being a kid where my mom would be in the middle of just like chewing our ass about just, I don't know, just kid stuff. Are you being too loud or you're making a mess? And my mom's just like, are you freaking serious? You better get this picked up. And then the phone rings and she picks up and she's like, hey, how are you, girl? And Customer just service like, voice. What the freaking hell just happened there? Mm-hmm. And it would just—it got to a point where, like, as I got older, it just, I would just start laughing at her. And then she would get even more mad. And she would have to do the whole, like, you cover the bottom of the phone. And she, like, grits her teeth and yells at you but doesn't do it too loud or to where the person on the phone can't hear you. And it's like, you don't get that anymore. Like kids, kids have no idea. They've never experienced that. And I'll tell you what, it shows. A lot of you didn't have to go through that. you know
0: what a lot of people won't experience either with the cell phones is the ability to slam a oh, phone down yeah. and hang it up. I
1: remember my mom doing that with my God. dad. He would just sit there and he'd be like, What are we having for dinner? He's like, I don't know. Like, you just figure out when you get here. And he'd be like, Well, I want to know now. Like, you know I mean? If I, I don't know, it's just stupid stuff. Or just something would irritate just wham. And that's when you knew it was like, I'm not leaving this room till dad gets home and he's eight <laughs> because mom is pissed.
0: I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> your, Man, the stuff my parents thought, it's, its
1: It's crazy that marriage didn't work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I'm, I'm still sticking with my no, I can go without cell phone. So they're very convenient. I, they're great. I'm not one of those guys who's like, oh, I could definitely, I could unplug. 2020 taught me a lot about myself. I used to think that I could easily spend two weeks inside and not leave. Oh, yeah. During a pandemic where even in those first couple days where a lot of people thought like, if I go to the grocery store, I'm going to get COVID and I am going to die. Yeah. I was still like, I'll go. <laughs> I'll get some milk. I don't really need it, but I'd like to eat some cereal. <laughs> so I, I go. I left my house because I can't. And even with my cell phone, I'm not one of those people that's like, yeah, I'm just gonna unplug. This is uh, this is family time. I'm gonna be off my phone for the next 12 hours. That's great for people. I don't do that. Yeah, that ain't me, dog.
1: It's hard. I, people just give me crap. They're like,
0: oh, I like da, da da da. You're on your phone. It's like, yeah. It I'm- is nice every once in a while. Like, um, you know, we were in Austin a couple weekends ago. I didn't have cell phone service at all. So like yeah. I, I felt like I was very present in the game, I, and I remembered a lot more details watching it without my phone because so many times during a game, I'll be watching it, then I'll fire off a tweet, and then I I, kept like, I'll trying read a to, couple
1: tweets. Because I was kind of had the same thing, which I completely agree with. It did feel nice. Like you're actually just locked into the game, and I was also focused on just trying to get myself from stop sweating because it was just so damn hot out there. Possible, but. it <laughs> The one when I did want services was when I was trying to figure out what happened to Quinn Ewers. And I was like, I need to know. Like, is he coming back? Is he injured? What broke? What's going on? Speaking What's of. What's happening?
0: Did you see the news that oh, came out I today? Oh, I saw
1: it. I feel bad that we haven't even talked about it. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> Quinn Ewers is going to make the trip to Lubbock. Let's go. He's going to suit up as well. Heard it first here on my.: Up. You sure
1: freaking did. <laughs> Sunday night is where you heard it.
0: Yeah. Four days late for the rest of you. Those sources, man, they, they don't miss. Is Quinn himself? Shit, Here's dude. the funny thing. It's who the source is. <laughs> I love it. I can't reveal it. It's an anonymous source, though. Yeah. not Anonymous source. He was correct, though. And I do hope that Quinn was plays against Texas Tech. Uh, a couple more would-you-rathers. Would you rather watch a big game alone or with a group of people?
1: I think it depends on what kind of game it was. And yep, I'm Definitely. Yeah. So like the the Royals World Series, I go back to this because I feel like you had a similar situation. Like I that last game by myself in my apartment, mm-hmm. and I same. absolutely enjoyed it. But then, If it's you know,
0: my team, yes. I would actually rather watch it alone.
1: So that's kind of where I was going to go with that. It was like it's my team in a big game. I yep. do would prefer to just kind of be like – or just watch. If I were to watch it with a group of people, it's with a group of people that I know are going to feel the same way. And it's a small And have group. the same interest. I cannot stand it when I'm trying to watch a game like that. And there's somebody in the room rooting against me, or just like jumping on the opportunities to like make fun of something that's or even happening. That aggravates the
0: piss. Out last me. week, watching the Chiefs and Chargers game together at a bar with a ton of Chiefs fans, mm-hmm. it was cool, but it's also frustrating because so many fans are just dumb. I mean, they yeah. just—they don't know what's going on. They don't, and not that I'm like some genius savant at football. No, but just some people are just dumb. We, we pay I don't like attention. to watch
1: we, we pay attention to the in-depth stuff. We know everybody's name. We know their story. We know where they're from, the position. You know how well they've developed. You know, is this the year they're supposed to go off? Like, we just spent so much. We spent so much time and effort into it that's like when you didn't hear someone say like, "Oh, this guy fucking sucks." Da da da. It's like actually he doesn't. That's just like the one bad play he's had. Oh, in that a was game. a
0: terrible throw. That was a drop actually. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just like okay. Or
1: like we even talked about it Sunday, where it's like you know some fans are rooting for the fact that like Justin Herbert got injured. It was like. Actually, what this guy does is just fantastic for the NFL, and he's a lot of fun mm-hmm. to watch. I actually don't want him to be hurt, and I don't want him to die. Yeah. I enjoy watching him play. You don't want to kill the villain off in, like, the f- scene three. Yeah, you then know? your, your entire show's over Have with. an epic battle. It's yeah. like why the Joker has never died in the
0: Batman series, <laughs> ever. I still don't understand it. My daughters watched 10 Things I Hate About You for the first time ever. Have you seen <laughs> that movie? I, I can't get myself to watch
1: it all the way through. I'll be honest. I've tried. Um, I can't.
0: So uh, they loved it. It was, they loved it. Their mind was absolutely blown when I was like, Hey, that guy, that's the Joker. I'm like what? Like, yeah. That is the Joker. Like the one that you know, as the Joker, that is him. He is the Joker. Is I'm that like, the, no.
1: <laughs> uh, is that your first experience with Heath Ledger? Like, was that the first movie you saw Heath Ledger in? Probably. Mine was a night's Tale. Yeah, I, and I can so remember when him I from realized early on. that he was like the Joker. Like, I remember watching the Batman movie again. I was like, "There's no
0: freaking way that's him." I remember like, when he got cast as the Joker. I was like, "Really? Like that's?" I had zero. That's what you I didn't doing? know.
1: I didn't know where to find that information when I was younger. Dude, when I didn't yeah. have internet at home. I had to go to the library and I'd get an hour of time on the library computer, and I would go there and I would go to Chiefs.com, and I would look at like all the players and like the the, the news. The amount of viruses
0: that poor public
1: library oh, you couldn 't do it hey, I tried i 'll be honest. I tried they were all blah, and then plus, I never knew when the library was going to walk around the court. what you looking at and be like uh, boobs trying to look at boobs boobs dot I mean, That's all this, you know what I mean? You just think of a body part and just slap a dot com on there
0: this one time when I was teaching, we were doing um what body systems, so like your respiratory system, uh-huh. circulatory system, but the reproductive system is was part of it, and we had to teach it but we would do like very specific, like you can only go to this website and you would put like safe search restrictions on. It's like, so if you tried to search for anything out of the ordinary that you weren't supposed to, it'd flag it. Uh (laughs) One of the kids who was like a really good kid, never caused any problems, never gotten any trouble. I'm monitoring like what all these kids are looking at. And I get like an alert. It's like ping this student Tried to Google boobs. (laughs) And I'm like staring at my screen, like double checking, like, Michael? Like, Michael would do this? Like, no. Who has his Chromebook? Like, there's no chance. And then I look at perfect little Michael. Face just bright red. (laughs) I'm like, I think this motherfucker just did it. So we make eye contact. He closes his Chromebook. And I'm like waving him over, like, hey, come here. This kid thinks his life is just over. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, bud, uh, what you searching for on your your Chromebook?" He's like, "I did it." It's like, "What'd you do?" He's like, "I I did it. I I searched boobs, <laughs> but I wasn't trying to see anything, Mister Miller. I just wanted to see what would happen if I did it on the safe search." <laughs> I 100% believed him though. Like I I think that he honestly did just want to see what would happen if he typed in something he wasn't supposed to <laughs> yeah. on the search and. Me and perfect little Michael found out that day. You couldn't see anything, though. But it, like, blocked the screen. <laughs> we had <ended up laughs> a conversation. Luckily, That'd be
1: hilarious if, like, a picture dropped down, and, like, someone's pointing at us, like, you've been caught. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know we would have started crying. It's my Jesus ass would have started crying.
0: Like, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I died on the cross for this? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh,
1: man, I cannot imagine if that's how it was today. I uh, something be on my in phone and of- up? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I were the people at Pornhub, that's what I would do. Like they like do on the April, April Fool's, Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah. Every time you click on a video, it's just—it's a video of Jesus. <laughs> it's a scene from that Mel Gibson movie. Oh, what's that called? <laughs> the Passion of the Christ. Yes, the
1: Passion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Every video is the scene from the Passion of the Christ, where Jesus is just getting lashed. You like, <laughs> they would have no... no. This is your fourth day.
1: visit today.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, would you rather watch a game live or at home? That kind of goes along with our our last one, too. And this one is kind of...
1: So when I did this one, this was my mindset with it. So... You get to watch, like, a a big game. It's your favorite team. They're in, you know, whether it's, like, a World Series or an AFC Championship game, Super Bowl. They're just – it's a big game. Game seven, you want to be there. Would you rather be there at the game in the best seat possible to watch it, or would you just rather watch it at home where you're
0: cool and you're there and whether you you can celebrate there or you can be sad? The big games are – they do make a difference. Again, Royals fan. Yeah. Watching them play – in the wild card game, the first ever wild card game, was one of the most magical sporting events, not even sporting events, honestly, nights of my life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like, top, top five, honestly. I didn't, I've made the joke before, like, one of the best nights of my life, and it even compares to, like, my children's birth. Mm-hmm. It was probably more enjoyable than both of their births. <laughs> and even being at, like, the Texas game a couple weeks ago when they were playing there with Alabama. Mm-hmm. Pretty magical. I was so yeah. In the feel that you get in those big stadiums in a big game, it's just different. Like
1: you just you know everyone's locked in. Everyone's mm-hmm. feeling the same way. Like especially that Texas game, everyone's just like, hey, we're you know first two quarters in, like you are happy to be there. You're like but at some point, Alabama's gonna run away with it. You get to the third and you are like, ooh, mm-hmm. like okay, there is a little bit of a chance. You get to the fourth, you get there with a minute thirty left, you hit the game winning field goal, you are like, holy shit, they did it! We've mm-hmm. upset Alabama, and then Bryce Young just does Bryce Young. But at the same time, we all leave that game going, hey. We hung in there. Are we back? Like, that was Ooh. one of the conversations leaving Texas. Like, I was sitting there talking with other fans, trying to order pizza for the Airbnb for the bachelor party. Just being like, hey, like, that was a pretty good game, dude. Like, that was a lot of fun. And they're like, yeah, almost had them. If Quinn's playing, we win. And I, I saw a lot agreed. of people
0: that redid their their top 25 voting, and they included Texas. And I think it was even uh, Joel Clatt, who has been a Texas hater mm. um, often in his career, went to Colorado, got his ass kicked by Texas. So I get it. But I think he even had them as a top 10 team. It's like, if you can play against Alabama that way, you should be ranked in the top 10.
1: Oh, shit. I was like, oh, that. okay,
0: that's not even me just being biased. Respect. <laughs> uh, but being at those big games, it is a little bit different when it's live. hmm But sports are just – they're so good on TV.
1: And, like, I think back to, like, the AFC Championship game, too, where, you know, it was that the year they beat the Titans and watching Patrick Mahomes, yep. you know, that, that end of the half rush where he – he spins off and then he gets hit as he falls into the end zone, and like he's running towards us. Like I still think of that play, like I just have vivid memories of it. And the same thing with that Sammy Watkins play, like where I saw Sammy break loose and I was like, "Sammy's open, Sammy's open." Boom, he hits him. Sammy breaks the tackle, like you know, outruns the defender.
0: Was that before you started crying? Or That's was that... where I was
1: getting ready to go. Okay. Is like as soon as I called and saw it, and then it's like he rolls into the end zone, and I just said like out loud, it's like we're going to the Super Bowl," and I just boom tears. Oh, Dude, I just – oh, my God. It was just – I'm still so grateful to be able to be at that game and go. And it was just – it was so much fun. It's like that was the reason why I thought of this, like, would you rather. Because, like, I just think that was – that's what made it enjoyable. Like, I didn't watch any of those games at home. Like, even the Super Bowl, like, watching it in Miami. Like, I think about that, too. Is like, if I was going to watch Super Bowl at home, like, I would have watched it with you guys, of course. But, it, I don't know, it definitely wouldn't have been the same. Does that make sense? Like, being in Miami for that, like, it just – that you just I don't know it's like the atmosphere is just everything was there like that's where all the attention was and like you watch them come back and all the 49ers fans that were sitting in front of us like even the halftime show to watch that halftime show in Miami with where we were at it was like uh yeah this is one of the best halftime shows ever and then realizing the next day that everyone was pissed off about it. Yeah, because you're in the middle of the country. You didn't see this freaking tail down <laughs> yeah. here in Miami. You just shut up, Karen. You they, think Shakira and J-Lo are the only ones shaking their ass at the pool party?
0: Uh, weren't they both no. like, aren't they like 50 years old, both of them? They still look great. Phenomenal.
1: Yeah, smash. Smash or pass? Smoke, smash. smoke. Smash. Tell me you've seen smoke those TikToks, shoot. right? What? Where it's like, people have made like jokes about it. But like, you'll go through something, it'll pop up and be like, smash or pass? It's like, smash. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm up to date on the talks. Um, I was just making right.
1: sure. I didn't want, you kind of gave me a look of like, uh, just needed to clarify.
0: Yeah, I've, I've heard the smasher pass before. That's it for us tonight. There is football on. Um, it sucks. Browns Steelers. Who are you picking to win? Steelers? No, I don't know. It's going to be bad. Browns, I guess. Where is the game? It's in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. I'm going to pick the Steelers. The whole ESPN
1: crew on NFL Live today picked the Browns, except for Laura Rudd, and she picked the Steelers. because was like, eh, you know, just if we all pick the Browns, we're probably going to lose. So, like, I'm picking the Steelers. That's pretty much the only reason. I'm like, I'm picking the Steelers. Like, I just – I don't know.
0: I still think the Steelers are pretty bad so far this year. They've got a lot of kinks to work out as well. There's the injuries. Najee Harris being banged up. The offensive line is terrible.
1: TJ Watt's out.
0: The Browns are so good, except for at quarterback. hmm So, Jacoby Brissett might be – Enough to be able to beat a down Pittsburgh team. I need Amari Cooper to have Sump a game tonight. Same. Same. And Nick Chubb. Yeah. Well, he had one
1: Sunday. He's fine.
0: Yeah, I did. Take a week off. All right. That's it for us today. We do appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back at it on Sunday evening, uh, breaking down all the Saturday and Sunday football games. But we appreciate you, as always, joining us on this lovely Thursday night. You guys take care. We'll talk to you all on Sunday.